Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Nemanja Bialica. Do y'all remember that bum? Hey. Because he was the last time that the Heat made a trade during a season to acquire a player. Now, well, technically Oladipo was like an hour after that, but my point is, it's been a few years since the Heat have made an in-season trade. Now, do I think that's a good thing? Well, no, not at all, because theoretically, if you're a fringe contender, being able to make some in-season improvements could help push you over the top, right? I mean, just look at the year prior to those guys. During the year, the Miami Heat made a trade to get Andre Iguodala and Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill. Shout out he life for Solomon Hill. But the first two guys were obviously key contributors that helped the Miami Heat get to that finals run. So the whole point of this video is to kind of say, I know I've posted a lot of trade rumor videos recently. We had DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and Donovan Mitchell. And just yesterday I posted about DeJounte Murray, which a lot of people liked, by the way. Usually when I post a trade video, I have a hundred comments saying, oh, this team says no, this team says no. But yesterday's video with the, uh, DeJounte Murray, most people said that it's actually pretty fair for both teams. But I'll be honest. I don't think the Heat would actually pull the trigger on any of those trades, right? Not to say that I don't think it's realistic or, or fair for both teams because I do try to make them as realistic as possible, but just because the Heat haven't acquired anybody in season in a few years, I don't have a lot of confidence that they're going to pull some kind of trade for some star this season, right? As much as I'd love to have Pascal Siakam or Larry Markin in, and I'm sure I'll make videos on those guys too eventually as we keep getting rumors. And as the trade deadline approaches on February 5th, which is in just a little over a month, I don't think swinging for a star is the most realistic thing for the Heat. Now, what I do think is possibly realistic is a trade like this. This is something that I put together just because... I think it's realistic. <laughs> Do I think it necessarily makes the Heat contenders? Do I think it's a great trade? Not necessarily. But do I think it's a good trade that helps them improve at least a little bit? Well, yeah. So just to kind of recap, I have the Miami Heat receiving Bohan Bogdanovich and Monty Morris from the Pistons. And the Heat would be sending out Kyle Lowry, Nikola Jovic, and a second round pick. Now, before I kind of go into further detail, I want to explain the contract for both of those Hey, it's me, Pat Riley, and I've woken up from my slumber because I realized you didn't like the video and subscribe yet. So make sure to do that for me so I can get some rest. Thank you. Pistons, guys, so you can kind of have an idea of why the Pistons would want to make this trade. I mean, I guess first off, they'd want to make some sort of trade because they suck. I don't know if y'all saw Jimmy High Rollers video that he just posted today, but basically he said the Pistons are not only the worst NBA team today or of all time they might be the worst team in the history of sports so they gotta do something that being said they have Bohan Bogdanovich under the books next year as well for another 20 million dollars so I could see why they'd want to offload his contract because he's not necessarily leading to wins right now and also I'm sure they'd want to free up some cap space to try to get somebody better in the offseason and being able to free up $20 million will be very good for them. Now, uh, Monty Morris, he is an expiring deal. He's getting paid about $9.8 million. But he hasn't played a game this season yet because of a quad injury. And uh, he heard it actually in late October. 
But the last update I read was from November 22nd, and they said he's still about six to eight weeks away from just being reevaluated. So that means that he's at least to the end of January before he'll see some action now. Even if he is healthy, I don't think the Pistons would want to use him this year anyways. He's 28 years old, so not super old. He's certainly a lot younger than Kyle Lowry, which is part of the reason I'd like him on the Heat. But also, the Pistons got sort of a log jam at the guard spot. Obviously, you got Cade, you got Jaden Ivey, you got Marcus Sasser, who's been playing very well for them. And you do have Killian Hayes, who for some reason, they're, they're still trying that Killian Hayes experiment over there. I don't quite understand why. So... I could see this uh, some reasons why the Pistons might, might want to make this move here. But most importantly, just going back to the trade here, uh, the best thing they're getting is Nikola Jovic, right? Obviously, Kyle Lowry is an expiring deal. Maybe you could use him for half a season to help train those younger point guards that I mentioned. But the best thing you are getting here is Nikola Jovic. Now, they tried, you know, experimenting with these high draft pick bigs that, that supposedly had a lot of potential like Marvin Bagley and James Wiseman. Obviously, those guys haven't worked out. They appear to be bums as well. But Nikola Jovic is obviously a guy that has a lot of potential. We saw the Warriors game this season where he looked phenomenal. And then we saw the game versus the Jazz where he had like 5,009 minutes. So he's obviously a work in progress. But I mean, the kid is like 20. He just graduated high school. The point is he has showed a lot of tools and a lot of ability that has, that has proven that he has the talent to be a very special player in this league one day just not today which is why the heat don't play him but if he was on a team like the pistons he could obviously get a lot of run help develop his game faster and maybe be who knows a future all-star for that team one day so that's kind of the the biggest reason why the pistons would do this now i know on their side there's been a lot of reporting saying that uh they even turned down two first round picks for bohan vagdanovich last year so you could be saying why would they accept this small trade from the heat well, I don't know if that was true. I don't know if they actually got two first round picks or offered two first round picks because I know the Pistons have been very strong and, and very loud saying that they're not trading Bohan unless they get a, a package they can't refuse. That kind of sounds like them just trying to talk about asset that nobody really wants. And if you think about it, when they got Bohan in the first place a couple years ago, all they traded was literally Kelly Olynyk, Saban Lee, and Cash. So it's not like they gave up a ton of assets. You can argue they'd be flipping Kelly Olenek and Saban Lee into Nikola Jovic, Kyle Lowry expiring, and a second-round pick, which is not that bad a package at all. So I do think this is realistic from the Pistons' aspect. Now, for the Miami Heat, they'll be getting Bohan Bogdanovich, who is a shooter to the highest degree. That's kind of the biggest asset that he would provide to this team. Now, he's averaging 19 points per game this season, shooting 38% from three. Now, he's not a great rebounder, and he's only 6'7". So if he, if he was playing the four spot, that might be a little bit of a concern. But that's not what we're worried about right now. The Heat are obviously one of the lowest scoring teams in the entire NBA. So having a guy like Bohan that could drop 20 to 30 points on any given night will be perfect not to mention the, the spacing out there that you know if you have Tyler Hero still out there or even if you have Monte Moore starting who's a very great shooter himself I think uh, I think the spacing will be great and obviously if you get it when this team gets into some of these laws where they can't score well now you got another guy out there who that's exactly what he does and obviously his fit next to Bam is perfect for obvious reasons now Monty Morris is a guy that I think is super super underrated and truthfully I think he may be better than Kyle Lowry 
Now, like I said earlier, Monte Morris hasn't played this season yet, so that is somewhat, somewhat of a concern. We don't know what he'll look like when he comes back, but he is only 28 years old, so I'm sure that when he recovers, he'll be fine, and you won't have as much concerns about him getting hurt late in the playoffs like we've seen with Kyle Lowry every year the last few years because he's 100 years old. You know what I'm saying? But last season, though, Mark uh, Monte Morris did have a 5-1 to one assist to turnover ratio, which is elite. He also had a 4-1 to one assist to turnover ratio for his career, meaning that for every turnover he has, he's dishing out four dimes, which is great numbers. That's the type of, uh, you know, stereotypical no-mistake point guard that you're talking about would be perfect on this heat team because you're obviously gonna have tyler who's been doing his thing didn't play great the last game versus the clippers but he's having a, a a pretty decent season overall you got jimmy butler who come playoff time is the guy and bam at who's continuing to be a star nearly every single night as he continues to improve his game so really all you want with that is a no mistake point guard a guy that can get your better players the ball and that's exactly what monte morris is and on the shooting side he's at 39 percent career three-point shooter and 48 percent from the field so you're talking about a 6-2 point guard that is not only a sniper but he's also efficient from everywhere else on the field he would be absolutely perfect on this heat team and i would love monte morris here now, Kyle Lowry himself is one of the most efficient shooters in the entire NBA this season, but he's, his, his shot attempts are low and his, his, his usage rate is just not that high, right? That's part of the reason that his efficiency is so high and part of the, the reason why his numbers are going down is because he's getting older. You know, they don't use him as much uh, and I just think they need someone better at this point. I mean, even Hoops Hype posted like the, the top 30 point guards this season based off like uh, this player rating. You know, there's, 100 statistics they used to determine that but it was the top 30 point guards and Kyle Lowry wasn't even on that list so the Miami Heat starting point guard wasn't a top 30 point guard in the NBA that's very very sad now of course Monty Morris wasn't on that list but he hasn't played that season so this is kind of a trade that again I think is good for the Heat it helps him get a little bit better does it make him contenders I don't know now, I know there'll be plenty of other marginal trades out there that are better. People really love the Dorian Finney-Smith and the Spencer Dinwiddie one. I love that as well. Probably the one that I love the most is the Kyle Kuzma and Tyus Jones trade because when you talk about stereotypical point guards, yeah, Monty Morris is that, but Tyus Jones is that just to a higher level, I think. And eventually, I might have videos on all those trades and stuff too, but I want to acknowledge that there is other deals out there, but because I don't think this one is super huge, I do think it is the most realistic, but that's really all I got to say for this video. So make sure y'all comment down below and let me know if you would do this trade. And most importantly, please leave a like and subscribe because it genuinely does help me out a lot. And I'll continue having tons of more content. I'll probably post the Heat vs. Lakers uh, postgame reaction very late tomorrow night. So make sure y'all subscribe again so you don't miss it. And I'll see y'all then. Peace out. Look, pull up in the city, trying to get that dead fast. Like, do it on my own, I don't need no dead weight. Like, had to kill him off, yeah, I need a head space. You know this homegrown bitch don't offend me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.